Millions of girls still suffer from inequality, lack of support, and poverty every year. Now, more than ever, we know that when girls have access to education and basic rights, they hold limitless potential. Imagine what girls can do when we empower them. Girls can succeed. Girls can make better communities. Girls can make a difference. Investing in girls is investing in our future. Empowered girls empower girls. Hashtag girls can with World Vision. DSWD SBSP 00040-2021. Valid from August 9, 2021 to October 10, 2022. Nationwide. Welcome back to Anything Goes with The Bunnies. And uh, sweetheart, we got some great feedback from our gaslighting episode. I think some people are saying that they're taking it slowly and processing it well. So yeah. glad to hear some that. Some are starting with part two, which and is not interesting. With part one. Yeah. So bahala sila. How <laughs> they mga want to do? Pala, no? Parang nagbasa ka ng libro pero sa likod mo sinimulan. Gusto nang magsimula. Eh, yes. So yeah, pretty good with that and. We have an interesting episode today. I'm actually excited to talk about this. Uh, and with our partner, World Vision, who you know we've partnered with Correct. personally yes. in the past as well. But we'll go to our usual segments first. The mind's kind of connected. Let's talk about what we're into. What we're into. Okay, what are you into? Mauna ka na. Mauna na ako. Ah, sige. Uh, I'm into Singapore. You're into a nation. Okay. No, because we've just been, to those of you who follow us on our social media networks, you'd know that we were out of the country for 10 days and we were in Singapore. Mm-hmm. And to be completely honest, I was never into Singapore. Yes, I never liked I the know nation. That. I know that. Every I'm so surprised. That somebody would say, nah, would you like to move in a country like Singapore or to Singapore? Or just visit or Singapore. Visit, Should be like, uh, any other know, country. Never. I mean, like, it's so man made. <laughs> Wala, kinain ko. Kinain ko, nabusog ako nung last ano ko. Kasi kinain ko lahat ng salita ko. It still is man-made. It is still man-made. But the thing is, kasi before, it Or felt like it, also. it was too pilit. Parang that's how it felt to me before. But now, it just comes across as like, um, you know, the parang the heart is something that I perceived the last time that we were there. Na they really have the heart to make it a great nation for the people. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, so what's so bad about not having natural stuff? If you actually made the not-so-natural stuff so you could um, serve your people. Yeah. Parang well, something for, like that. For context, Carla never liked Singapore because, you know, you don't have mountains or that many mountains. You don't have that many rivers. And that whatever they had, they only made it. Parang ganon. Yeah, I think the river's natural. Uh, not all. I think they kind of, like, structured around it also. Something like that. Yeah. But, you know, despite that, you see the effort of the nation and the different local government communities. Yeah, and how it has just helped everyone who is living in the nation. Yeah. And the, yeah, I mean, like, for for them to harness power from so little, like, so little resources, so little people, parang nakabilib din. Parang it's hard to not admire that and be in awe of that. My illustration to friends has been You know when you go to a mall and you just know that you'll have to spend a lot of money when you're there because there's very little you can do if you don't have money. There's not many places to sit, to just hang out. But there are also places where you're like, Oy, kahit wala kang pera, pwede kang tumambay doon. Kasi may aircon, may magandang upuan, parang ganon. That's what Singapore is like as a nation. It is expensive to live there. But in terms of just going out and hanging out, if you don't have money, you can actually make it work. Because it's a lot of free parks, it's a lot of free playgrounds, mm-hmm. free attractions. Our kids were going nuts over these free places. And you know, I guess um, more than the man-made stuff, I think what's supernatural to them. Not supernatural, parang power, very, very natural to them, organic and not man-made at all. Is that they're a mix of influences, kasi. Yeah. always the been because of their 
culture, Their history, the way that oh. they've been such a hub to the world ever since before pa, has just, I mean, I mean you can feel it. Like, food pa lang nila. It's hard to make this. This is something that's so natural to them to have that, to have such a delicious mix of cuisines. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yan, okay. So, ikaw, anong gusto mo? I, I mean, into. I am into a book called Paid For mm-hmm. by a woman named Rachel Moran. Eh, okay. I started reading it in Singapore. Okay. And I just, I, I, I must be halfway through. How did you get a hold of this book? I have a bunch of books that I read in keeping abreast on different issues. Mm-hmm. So let's say LGBT issues, uh, justice issues. This one was about the discuss. I got this because of the discussion of legalizing prostitution. I wanted to know different positions about it. And, um, you know, while as a Christian, I believe it is a sin, uh, I want to know the different reasonings that policymakers yes. have Uh-oh. for or against prostitution. And uh, very often what you'll hear is the voice of, I'm a sex worker and I need respect. That's why I want it to be decriminalized so I can get better help, better, you know, all that perspective. And honestly, I'm, that perspective was starting to win me over already. Nah, mm-hmm. you know, if they're doing it their own volition, that's what they want to do. Will I criminalize everything I disagree with, basically? Mm-hmm. This book, though, is a strong proponent on the opposite direction. Okay. She was a prostitute since she was 16. Okay. Or maybe even 15. And she writes very well. Mm-hmm. If you talk about someone who writes about like going deep into your soul and how your Talaga. mind was working, that's what's so captivating about the book. And as a former prostitute, she says, I am absolutely against uh, legalizing this. Because you are decriminalizing institutionalized abuse and rape. Because that's what she says. She says, what's the money for? The money is to shut me up. The money is because I don't want to do it and you pay me money so I won't complain that you raped me. That's the essence because of what's happening. Yeah. And she goes deep. And it's like, at first I was like, oh gosh, this is so nakapagod. She's going to go say the same thing over and over again. Not really. Every new chapter is like, it's like a cake, but a cake of horror. Because every new chapter is, a, and it's not even just the beating uh, that she got, the, that she would get. It's the the damage to her psyche. Yeah, I was gonna say that it's you know how they fight for your right, right? Yeah. But how do you fight for your right to do such a thing that does your body wrong? Yeah. Parang ganun lang yung. Because yeah. kahit anong sabihin mo, how can that be like real? Parang it's a question of consent. When does consent really mean well for you? Yeah. Because there are things that we cons- give our consent to, but they're actually not good for us. We're yeah. just napipilitan yeah. to do it to for whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what her point is. Because she's saying, I gave my consent because it was a choice between poverty and this. I mean, if I had a choice, I wouldn't want this Correct. either. I mean, like, I can't imagine anyone who would want to have that kind of life. Now, I mean, the contrary argument people make is, well, that's the same thing for garbage collectors. That's the same thing for, you know, people who clean toilets for a living. I think my point yon. However, and I'm, I'm not saying I have a side. No, I just wanted to be aware of the different kinds of the arguments. When I'm talking to people, I can be like, oh, that's your point. I've read a bit, a bit about that. The difference is, and this is the point she seems to be making, and I believe this as a Christian, there's something fundamentally different about sex. Because even if you say garbage work, even if you say made all of those things, you didn't enter this most intimate space yeah. of mine. I, I, I also don't understand that it's just like being a garbage collector because a garbage collector does not put the garbage inside of his body. Yeah. And I don't know how they view sex or what have you. No? That's what the point is. Diba? Parang the person you're talking lang, to depends what you view sex uh, as. But for me, lang, kahit hindi sex, eh, kung meron lang, sumapak sa'yo or nakatabig sa'yo. Yeah. May offense yon na parang, yeah. bakit mo ginawa to sa akin? Because the, your personhood is a sacred thing. Kumbaga, we, whether we believe that or not, ikaw ba, gusto mo ba talaga? Yeah. Matatabig-tabig ka yeah. lang. Na kung, sorry na lang sa'yo, kung wala lang naman eh, di ba? Parang, okay lang ba sa'yo, nasasaktan lang kita. Yeah. That's basically what she said. There's a number of stuff that she breaks in the book. For example, 
one of the myths she breaks, because there's street walkers, women and sakanto lang. You drive by the certain corner of town and you know that's a prostitute. By the way, she's dressed, by the way, she's positioned at the time of the day. And then there's like women in brothels who have like a madame or a pimp. Well, actually, the streetwalkers have pimps also. And then it's like the high-end escorts that supposedly are more glamorous. She shatters that immediately. She's like, there's no such thing. It's the same thing for Mia, in my opinion. Sabinia, as being a street, having been a streetwalker and having been a high-end escort, it's the same thing. Just because you put me in a hotel room doesn't mean you violate my body less. So it's like, whoa, super strong point. Here's the other thing she said. It's actually more powerful for me when I was on the street, I realized. Because I see you coming. If you look creepy, I can run away. If I have a sixth sense. If I have to show up in your hotel room, I'm, I'm already gone. If you just, I can, I have to, like, when I open the door, dun ko palang malalaman anong klaseng tao to. Patay. So it, it's really, and she goes into like the psychological defenses where they think about their day, they go back to their childhood while that deed is being done. Because to them, that's the only way I can say it wasn't all of me. Yeah. So to me, tough, tough, tough. Super tough. And I think, on one hand, while the debate for decriminalization, there's are good arguments on both sides, I think, we need to go to the root of the problem. Why do men need to abuse women this way? And why do women get to the place where they have no choice? Mm-hmm. That is, to me, that's a more fruitful thing to, to spend time than on. Than just, you know, on the surface level, uh, we have to make a law that, you know, just Allows addresses this, oh, this yeah. symptom. Yeah. Because the truth is, it's just a symptom yeah. of a larger problem. Yeah. Yes. But she describes yeah, the disturbed nature of men that she knows. There's men who use her. It's actually weird there. Anyway, uh, very deep. But basically, there's men with weird perversions, she said, that okay pa sa kanya yun. Because the only reason why the man got a prostitute was he knows no ordinary woman would be okay with this. Okay. She's so almost like apologetic and really grateful. And then there's men who, you, who love the feeling of powerlessness of their partner. Mm. And she said, those are the worst kinds. So, so she describes, kami mga prostitute, pag yung, kaya, gusto magpa-baby ng lalaki, natatawal lang kami doon, parang, ay, nako, gusto magpa-baby, kukulit niya, no? Parang ganun. But if it's the monstrous kind, they're, they're cussing, they're yeah, angry. Because there's a desire to objectify talaga. Anyway, that's the book paid for by Rachel Moran. She's kind of controversial now because some people say she's not really for women if she's against sex work being legalized. However, there's a lot of women who also say they love her for speaking up. Which leads us to our topic of the day. Topic of the day. Yes, so what is our topic? Well, this is in partnership with World Vision. Correct. And World Vision, uh, some of you might know them. You've seen them in booths. They, but they go around with their adopted child. Uh, a program and campaign. I, I love that program. Uh, I partnered with it before. I think before we were married, uh, really? I didn't have kids yet. And I was like, I want to adopt a kid there. <laughs> like, uh-huh, yeah. Partner with, with my salary at the time. Um, but this one is specifically about their campaign, Hashtag Girls Can. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and the slogan is Empowered Girls Empower Girls. Which is very real. You believe that? I mean, I believe that and I've experienced that. I think that growing up, this has been my experience. Actually, ako nga, parang entering the world, no? Parang the bigger world. <laughs> I was kind of like taken aback with the whole talk of like, we need to empower women. We need to empower girls. That there's, you know, girl power and all that. And I, I was like, in my head, but me ganito. Yeah. Because I was never, I never grew up in an environment where I had to question my ability to do all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. I didn't even see, like, say, um, say working. I did not see that as a, an exclusively male thing. Yeah. Whereas in other households, alam natin na, it was, uh, parang, ah, dapat ang babae hindi nagtatrabaho. Eh, kasi sa, kasi sa amin, it was my mom who worked and then also my sister, my ate worked. So, parang it was never a question if I had to work. It wasn't seen as, eh, kailangan mo lang kasing gawin yan eh. Yeah. But you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey you, sorry to interrupt your podcast listening pleasure. Wonderful choice of podcast, by the way. My name is Sam o, and I have a podcast too. It's called The Narrow Door. It's an ecumenical podcast, which means we talk about everything Christian. I mean, I got a panel on everything, so go give it a listen after this one, okay? All right, thanks. See you there. 
And I think like in your experience, you look at the women in your family, they're formidable, right? Yes. Um, even the wives of the, 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 the that you're like, like Ate Bell. My in-laws, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're strong. They're, they're capable. Yeah, she's a doctor. Correct. So I think that's the point of the statement. Eh? When someone grows up empowered, when someone grows up with options, when someone grows up with the ability to choose things for themselves, it's such a world of a difference because it's so different yeah, to have… Yeah, you're making a very, very good point because um, instead of saying empowered women empower other women which is also true no i mean like in the workplace you see that but there's a whole lot of like mindset forming early on in life yeah that you kind of like but it's it's better to just learn it instead of like spending your an an entire life learning something and then unlearning it in the process so parang to empower a girl is very important which is what happened to me because I never had to, but even if I learned about the inequality in yeah. a lot of places in the world, no, yeah. when it comes to women, it didn't really affect me in a very deep way. No, shallow way, Because I grew up knowing for myself, and, and the growing up is crucial, ha? Yeah. I ako sa ganung environment. Yeah. And, and, that's what we're talking about. And, you know, every time you talk about this, someone's going to say, well, what about boys? No one's saying boys don't need help. No one's saying, uh, they, you know, you forget about them. But we're just choosing to focus on, on girls. And I this. mean, historically, we have to admit naman that the, the boys had privilege. But also, at the same time, that privilege came with a lot of pressure. Yeah. So may wrong mindset din doon. But that's a topic for another day. Yeah. Today, we're talking about girls. And you know, I think it is important for me to say that I come from a very privileged position. Mm-hmm. I do not come from like a super rich family or anything like that. But definitely, I did not skip my meals. I didn't have to. Like I had three meals a day or even more. And my, you know, we were... We were just, you know, we we're fed, we were dressed, we were, we were clothed, we were, we had a, a house. So, walang nagkulang sa akin. Yeah. Sa paglaki ko. I mean, yeah. I had to work early on in life, but still, even that was a provision and was a way for me to see na, you know, I could be empowered to do what I actually want to do. Yeah. And, and I think back to what you said about you, you were privileged. There, that's where, I think that's the good part of intersectionality where you've got men, women, but you've also got rich, poor, the haves and have-nots. So just because the person's a man, but if he's a have-not, he could be disempowered as well. Mm-hmm. So yes. on the other hand, you weren't super wealthy, but you were better off than a lot of other people. So to me, intersectionality, what happens, kasi, the, I think the bad application of it is people trying to segment group upon group upon group upon group. So like Asians who were who grew up after 9-11 and happened to live in Bohol. Alam mo yun yung sobrang, the heck, why, why do you have to segment population so much? Mm-hmm. Instead, what I think intersectionality shows us is that the journey of each individual is unique and very different. And that's right. The more you empower an individual, you have a chance to change Yeah, each so person much. comes from a, a certain context. Eh? But... However, no, there are also structural contexts that, uh, yeah, that, affect that affect huge groups of people. Yeah, yeah. Parang no matter how hard you try to be okay in life, yeah. the structure just disables you. Yeah. So, and that's kind of like where this campaign is also coming from, right? Yeah, because like, you know, talking about women, the lack of options for many women, mm-hmm. right? Um, here's some stats from the World Vision website. Every year, 12 million girls marry before they turn 18. That's 22 imagine. girls a minute. And you know that for many of those girls, there were no options. And a lot of that is driven by poverty. Mm-hmm. They were married off to someone, you know, they didn't have a choice about that. Um, 72% of all trafficking victims worldwide are women and girls. That's horrible. That's a horrible statistic. And more than 500 Filipino adolescent girls are getting pregnant and giving birth every day. The Philippines is one of the leading leaders in cyber sex traffic. Wow. Okay. And that's driven by the poverty talaga. It's huge oh, perversion. Oh. It's sexual sin. Ko eh, na even yung structural conditions that disable 
yeah. a person's, you know, whatever that person's life should look like, no? Yeah. Is really sometimes, uh, sadly, no, rooted in the evils, the specific evils of your nation. Yeah. Someone was talking, I saw this uh, TikTok video about co colonialism. And they were saying, yeah, colonialism was dismantled 50, 60, 70 years ago. But don't tell me there aren't any effects until now. Yes. Like, who are those people watching those Filipino little girls being cyber sex trafficked? A lot of them are white people. I'm not saying all white people, but a lot of them are. And even the mentality. Yeah. That was left to the people. And yeah. sometimes you're the perpetrator now of that colonial mentality. It's no longer yeah. your colonizer. But ikaw na mismo. It's internalized eh. It, yes, internalized. I, even naman in our government, di ba? Government leaders or even organizations. It doesn't really even have to go political, no? But ito na lang, yung simple na lang na pag nag-English yung tao, pag magaling siya mag-English, mas okay yun. Di ba? Parang that's how we see them. So there are a lot of inequalities that have been left and have been internalized by our nation, even though wala na yung original na nag-start nito sa yeah, atin. Yeah. And that's why it's important to talk about this pa rin. Kasi some men, myself included, will be like, why are we talking about this? Just move on. And I, I get the point of some people who say that. Some people say that to sweep the issue under the rug and pretend there's nothing there. Some people naman, they're like, just keep working. I think you're, you were kind of like that. And the two of us were kind of like that. Mm -hmm. That's what we clicked. We were like, just hire the best person, man or woman. Diba? That being said, you don't know their story. You don't know where they're coming from. Yes. They might disqualify themselves out of the running for a job or for a trying because of their story. And if you don't talk about it or give them space to talk about it, then you don't deal or if with you're the, not even sensitive to it, and yeah, you're just you like, don't deal with the issue beneath the surface. Sometimes nga, empowering is like not enough. What I mean by that is empowering should be redefined. Yeah. If you should, if you would ask me, now empowering is not just simply pushing someone out there. Yeah, but also being very sensitive to where where they are coming from. Yeah, because sometimes. These people, no matter how much pushing you do, hindi nila gagawin kasi it's so, again, internalized, super, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think one of the words na super favorite ko nung nasa, nasa school ako was complicit. Yeah. Complicity. Meaning, are you kadamay? Are you complicit to the problem? Yeah. And sometimes, no, even if you don't like the problem, you become complicit to it yeah. just because your mind was formed that this is the way that the world works. Or to act like everybody had the same experience as you. Yeah. Diba na, well, I just did it. You, you know, no, you didn't have the same head start. You didn't have the same amount of resources. Mm -hmm. You don't know what, what pains are in their heart. So let's break down the statement, sweetheart. Empowered girls empower girls. Let's start with empowered girls. Okay. Empowered, I think, means being enabled. Being given agency, mm -hmm. being given a chance to, to say something. And I think the question is, you know, where are girls disempowered? Yes. I think also it's a very important to um, mind the word power in there, no? Okay. That there are power dynamics in every, in every situation. Uh -huh. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not even saying that you just find this in like corporate settings, right? Yeah. Even in the house, yeah. meron tayong power dynamics. This is why a lot of the women that, you know, or the girls that grow up into women suffer from, I, I married too early or I got pregnant too early or what have you, no? Kaya sila napunta doon, it's most probably related to them feeling powerless yeah. when they were younger. Yeah. And so you're right in saying that Empowerment has a lot to do with agency. Are they? Ako, yun ang natutunan ko lately with parenting. No, I have boys, but still, it's the same dynamic. Na to a young person, a very very young person, do you do your part in saying that you have power? Yeah. To say yes and yeah. to say no. Yeah. I think that's what it means to empower girls. Na I'm giving you the power to refuse. Or to accept. Yeah. And I think a big part of this, Deba, without that power, is that terrible phrase, learned helplessness. Correct. Learned helplessness. Oh my gosh, this is so bad. I mean, I've experienced it myself. And it's so hard to climb out of that yeah. hole. 
I think the typical ano, of learned helplessness diba, would be the elephant. The, as a child, the elephant was chained up and it learned, it tried to struggle against the chain to free itself, but was too weak. When it got older, even though it was strong enough to pull the chain Correct. away, it just still had the memory of its childhood that I can't get out of this. That's yeah. what learned helplessness means. Correct. And maybe you even have that. Maybe you're, you're not one of those, uh, you know, super urban poor people, but you have a kind of learned helplessness about options, about... Uh, Actually, baka nga tayo lahat may ganun. We all have it, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like different parts of our lives. You know what, guys? I was telling you, the guy, the guy I just met with today, super wealthy family, super wealthy person, struggling with severe OCD. Yes. And what was so crippling was the learned helplessness. Because to him, I'll always be like this. But you know, even... Yeah, no? The, learned helplessness because it's so defining. Yeah. And it sets like the future. Alam mo mm-hmm. yun na lagi na lang oh, wala ganito. Wala ka nang hope eh. Uh-uh. Kumbaga parang why will I hope if I know that what I'm hoping for is only going to be met with this reality. Yeah. And, but this guy though, grabe siya mag-quote ng Bible. Because him, in OCD, obsessive compulsive, he made, he found a way to trigger the habit of grabbing scripture. So I was so amazed. And when he was reading me the verses, Sweetheart, it was, you talk about someone reading the Bible with dramatic <laughs> passion. Yeah. Uh-uh. You know what I mean? Like, us preachers, we try to do that. This guy wasn't reading it for performance. This guy was reading it because that's what he needs to survive the day. Yes. I, I said, I don't know if you're feeling this, but you are encouraging me right now. The desperation with which you grab scripture means you're wielding it with so much precision right now. And he goes, really? I'm like, yeah, you're amazing. But the point is the learned helplessness kasi is the problem there. And the thing is, people without options, like these World Vision kids, girl or girls who are told, wag kang tumakbo, baka ma, ma, magkagasgas ka, pangit legs mo. Alam mo yun, it becomes a thing. And it grows deep there. And you don't know. I have a question. I thought you had that growing up. Like, didn't your mom not like you being too active? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, there were, like, stereotypical things that I had to deal with growing up. That was hard for me. Um, I think that my full potential as a person who I am was not fully expressed because... Of those cultural enough. Yes, because this is not because my mom was bad or evil, but more like culturally kasi ito yung accepted. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just grateful na it's not in the area of, like, say you're not going to make anything out of yourself. You're not intelligent. Ganon. You're yeah. not intelligent or you're just supposed to be in the kitchen. Yeah. Ganon. But my mom was kind of like expecting a girl who was girly. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't. <laughs> Feeling ko ah, kasi, kung kunwari mo, let's say, no, my mom was great at nurturing or like even drawing out the person in her children, in each of her children. I probably would have turned out to be like a gymnast or something, right? But, you know, my mom was not like that. And, you know, I've, I've dealt with that and I felt like God naman would not have allowed that if that wasn't his plan for yeah, me. Yeah. But, yeah, there was that. Yeah. And it felt so, but I think, no, what's different about me and uh, what the world vision is talking about when they do their stats is that even though my mom was like that, I had still a little bit of agency in that area of my life because I still got to wear what I wanted to wear. I still got to do so many things that I wanted to do, even if my mom didn't like them. I just had to deal with the fact that, you know, my mom wasn't okay with it. But hindi ako sobrang majorly oppressed to the point na parang, ayoko na, lalayas na ako ng bahay ko. Yeah, or that you, you... Kill that part of or you that permanently. Or killed yeah. the person in me. Correct. You're right. And that's what makes poverty so bad. Because like, for a lot of these World Vision kids, it's generational. You know, like I remember talking to that, that, that friend of ours who runs a ministry to street people. Some of them are three generations deep. Yeah. You know, their parents are undocumented. Their grandparents are undocumented. Correct. So it's such a big deal to imagine a totally different what existence. What people don't realize kasi the materiality of things yeah. creates 
a lifestyle. Yeah. And that lifestyle comes with a whole lot of like culture, yeah. mindset, tradition. And that's the harder thing to break kasi. And the interesting thing is, it doesn't take much to grant the person respect. I mean, you go to the world, the campaign, it's like, oh, I could do that. Alam mo, yung, it doesn't take much to give them a chance of like, ay tao ako. May yeah, halaga yeah. ako. And we've seen that. I mean, May like, pupuntahan ako. Being in church, diba, we've encountered a lot of people who just come from, you know, poverty. Yeah. And they don't know, diba, may mga ganong stories, they don't even know how to look up. Yeah. They don't even know how to look into your eyes. Yeah. But then, because we constantly talk to them, yeah. And we constantly f- make them feel yeah. that, you know, I, I, I do remember this when, when I was in Wheaton na parang sometimes your problem is like that. You feel so inferior for whatever reason in life, right? Mm. And you know what changes their entire paradigm? It is when they begin to believe the reality, the truth that they are the daughter or the son of a king. Yeah. Because it's like, so, wow, I'm that, Rich pala. Yeah. So if, if we, that's what World Vision basically is saying now. Yeah. That's how we can change the world. And, and so much agency. I mean, like, for example, a lot of what we do now for help goes through personal connection. Let's say, like, uh, people we know, uh, people we've built relationships with, or our, our helper, our helper before, Correct. their families. You think about, like, Renelda, who they've heard about in this podcast. And how often we've had to sit down with her. We'll give her an option and she'll turn it down. And we'll be like, okay, in the past, maybe I would have just, okay, whatever, you don't like it. But I dig and I'm like, why, do, why did you turn it down? I yeah. didn't, you can't. Actually, yung first, ano namin, na, yung first na nagkagalit kami because yeah, yeah, yeah. she didn't come back on time. Yeah. And of course, as, a, as an employer, I'm like, Furious, like With why no would you not say pa. no head uh, no, no that you would come and then you know info. her resolution was I I'm just gonna go home I'm not gonna continue this relationship with you and we were like no 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 that's not how we do things here yeah we we will have these things we will have disagreements you're going to disappoint me I'm going to be masungit to you all of these things are going to happen but that doesn't mean it has to end our relationship. In yeah. fact, a working relationship is normal in, in that fact, sense. The, na, the, if we didn't want to keep you, we would have just fired you without yeah, we would have talking to you about let this. You go. So it had to like take that. Like yeah. us sitting down with her and telling her, this is not enough to make you think that you're, you're a bad yeah. employee. Okay, you, you did mess up in this part, but that's part of life. I mess up too. Yeah. <laughs> Or even but, just the other week, about talking about an opportunity her daughter has. Correct. And she was about to turn it down because she didn't think she had the money to... And, and I said, stop. Just say yes. Yes. We'll figure it out. You're, we're going to make it, all right? Just, just say yes for your daughter's sake. So it's really as simple as that. You know? Making them know. Actually, I was thinking about it But earlier, the thing is, Nona. a lot of people don't have that option. Diba? What they or, need are people who will say, yes, I'll open this option for correct. you. Correct. Someone who will start that for another person. Yeah. Because, you know, people who come from such mindsets don't have the bandwidth to just yeah. say, na, I learned this before na, from kano, John Medina. Yeah. Brain rules, brain rules for babies. Yeah. Na, our brains are not primarily interested in learning. Mm-hmm. It is the main job of the brain is mm-hmm. to make sure that you're alive. It's survival, yeah. Survival. And so if you are in existing in conditions that ask you to survive all the time, your mind is going to be busy doing that. Yep. And it has no more capacity yep. to think of other things. Na, yep. ah, may option pa ako. Kasi yung option niya right now is ito lang. And I'm trying to survive within that option. Yeah. If you introduce another option, it's not going to... They're not going to grasp that right and, and away. I think that's where a lot of like compassion work or charity work fails because it's like, Gusto mo, ayaw mo. Ayaw mo, ayaw mo pala eh. Parang ganun. It's like, no, the guy doesn't have the capacity to choose that yet. Chaka, a- another thing that I, I, that was a very powerful thing asked of me before, how long did it take for you to learn your culture? Yeah. And I was like, 
I, I was dumbfounded because I, I was like, ah, it took me my entire life to be the way that I am and to be so enculturated like this yeah. is to take 41 years of my life. Mm-hmm. And so do we honestly think that if we got somebody, we're pulling somebody out of that learned yeah, helplessness yeah. and all that, it's going to be as easy as that. That's diba? what I like about you know, World Vision, Real Life, uh, the, you know, the Scholarship of Every Correct. Nation Philippines, and a bunch of other places like uh, Center for Community Transformation. It has to be sustained. You have to keep going because they're not going to pick it up. Let's talk about some of these options for girls. Yes, I was going to say also, no? Napakalaking bagay ng actively nagbibigay ka lang talaga ng different options. Yeah. And when I say that, not like, you know, just saying na, ito, ito gawin mo, ito ganyan, okay, whatever. It's really talking them through a yeah. variety of other things. It's like opening their world up. Yeah, yeah. Na, you know what? It can start with, you know, just calling out a great part about them, a great thing yeah. about them. That they've never really naming recognized before. Naming the genius as some leadership consultant. What? Le- uh, naming Name the genius. Ayun. Put it. So, ano to mga options? These are things that I think lots of people, men especially, take for granted. And then women with privilege take for granted also. Mm-hmm. But this is what hopefully all women had. They knew they had a choice. Okay. The option to choose marriage or singlehood. Yep. Now, some people might joke, I can't choose marriage. <laughs> but the point is here, many women feel, they're, like the statistics we read earlier, they must get married even if they don't want to get married and sacrifice their future, their family, their body even when they could have chosen a, a path of singlehood. But a lot of cultures don't allow that. A lot of um, you know, poverty doesn't allow that. Sadly, sometimes even religion doesn't allow that. Where you'll see, like even in the Christian church, where you're encouraged to get married. When ironically, funnily enough, the Christian religion in its original form encouraged singlehood in a society that was heavily pro-marriage. Yes. So having that option. Mm -hmm. Here, the option to choose between having children or not. Yes. Now some women might say, I want to have kids and I there is that reality. You know, they want to have kids and they can't, like physically. Yes. Bear kids. Have you seen those? No, I think because, again, no, existing within context. Okay. True. We're talking about people with much less privileges than us. And having children is like an added thing to their lives, especially when they're so... I mean, imagine na lang parenting mm-hmm. and being powerless. Yeah. Yeah. That mix, right? I mean, it's not even going to be good for the child. Yeah. So I know, no? I know the pain of not having kids when you want to. I mean, I wanted five, but <laughs> I've lost three times already and only got two live babies, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, Yung sinasabi ko dito, at ako kasi, kaya ako yun kayang magusto. Kasi kaya ko. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'm, 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 I'm empowered. I have agency. I can actually say it that I want that. Yeah. Or I don't. Or that I don't. Yeah. But these, what we're talking about, these girls, just, you know, are, are not even thinking anymore for themselves. Yeah. They're just, you know, whatever happens, happens. You know, and the, you know what? Another thing that I, I feel like, kaya minsan, on the fence ako sa ano ba yung control, um, abortion and all that. That's another topic altogether, no? But minsan kasi ang naisip ko is um, sobrang bigat ng responsibility of having children. Mm-hmm. And if someone is not well in her heart and in her mind, mm. what does that do to her? And if it does, if it does that to her, yeah. what does it do to the child? Yeah. And again, no, this is going to be a cycle. Because that's what's happening. Eh. Kaya nga maganda yung ating campaign na empowered girls. Because it starts from a childhood, uh, uh, uh. a person of a young person. Because yeah. if not, cycle she. Eh. Sometimes you know when you're old na ang hirap ng gamutin ito. Yeah. Diba? So kung start tayo early enough. Baha may chance pa tayo to break the cycle. Yeah. Marhaba, I'm Jeric. And I'm Apple. 
And we're from the Langa Speaks podcast. Coming to you all the way from Dubai. Yalla, join us as we talk about family, faith, and, and everything, everything in between. between. We're brought to you by Podcast Network Asia to remind you na palangga ka sanjo. I'm going to run this idea by you. I've seen a lot of YouTube and TikTok videos about this. And it's one of the, I find it true, but sick. I find it like true. And if the truth was a sword, you're slashing indiscriminately hurting people with it. And it's like, it's these prominent male jerk podcasts, Mm -hmm. right? And they're always talking about how men be kings Reclaim your, your whatever. Reclaim your kingship. Mm-hmm. I believe some of that. I believe that I'm not supposed to be driven by your emotions. I believe I'm supposed to lead. I believe that part, but they always go too far. And you can see it going too far when they speak of women as commodities. And one of the ways that they do that is they're like, oh, girls, your, your sexual peak was 25. That's mm-hmm. when your birthing years were, ano, you're over. And so they'll have girls on the podcast and say that to their face. Yeah. You know, ah, you're 31, ah, you're over. Like saying that to, to their face. And to me, I believe there is a truth about the biological clock. Mm-hmm. Even if people say there are options like egg freezing. Okay, freeze that egg. 45, you, I don't think you're going to want to bear that baby. Mm-hmm. Even if you could freeze the egg. Deba and sure, someone else could carry it, but it's still not the. It's a di- totally different maternal experience, mm-hmm. not the same thing as you know getting pregnant. Yeah. So the biological clock is true, but to say it that way and to use it that way is a tool to manipulate women and to make them feel constantly under the the heel of men. That's the sick part for me. Yeah, chaka, I'm wary of very definitive things, eh. Because hardly anything is definitive as, as, as definitive as that. Kanya-kanya Just kwenta, because yan, of context. Katulad na lang nga nung, di ba, kung tatanungin mo ko, okay ba magkaroon ng maraming anak? Oo, okay naman talaga. Mm. Pero kung tatanungin mo ko, earlier? Yeah, of yeah. course, di ba? I mean like, but kung tatanungin mo ko, isang bata na walang ka-choice-choice at option sa buhay, yeah. gusto ko ba siya magkaroon ng maraming anak at that age? Of course, I'm not gonna say yes. Yeah. I mean, this is why I don't like things like that because it's just too definitive without looking at all the possible perspectives, diba? Super agree. And the other part I don't like about it as well is it's making the, the sexes fight each other. Yeah. It's, it's like, men, wag kang magpagamit sa women kasi ginagamit ka. May mga babae bang nagagamit? Oh, meron talaga. Pero bakit ang response? Digamitin lang natin sila. Yeah. Diba? That's, it's like, no, I don't want to deal with that kind of person. I'm going to find someone smart, intelligent, you know, whose mom doesn't want her to jump around but has empowered her in other ways. And I'm going to build, <laughs> a, you know, a life with that person. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. It's the option, eh. The Correct. option to choose. Option to choose careers. Nako, yan pa. Diba? Parang, syempre, actually, ito naman, eh, para sa lahat. Nang tao. Na, diba? your, your parents are always gonna say, but walang pera dyan eh. <laughs> Al- alam mo, love, alam mo, ang ganda lang, babalikan ko lang sinabi mo kanina no, na yung definitive, dapat lahat ganito. Kasi those podcasts, the truth that they have, no, they're reacting to this uh, uh, radical, kind of popular, and not, compre- not speaking for all feminism groups. No? These groups who say, women should be career women, and they parang they lower being a homemaker, being a, yes. a, a mother. Oh, 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 that oh. also we don't agree with. Because um, like you've described to me, when I'm away for work, I don't feel it as deeply as you do. Mm-hmm. Because nga, there's something about you being a mom and a career woman that there's, I think there's a, bit, a stronger tension that you yeah. feel than I do. Although not all women are like that. True. So, again, no? We would boil down to uh, kakaiba kasi tayo. And that's but why think, it's the option. Yes, I was gonna say, yes. yan. Parehong-pareho na tayo nang na, 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 
It's the option that's lacking, eh? yeah. that's missing. It's not so much the option itself, like what what it is, no? Na may career ba o wala? May anak ba o wala? Yep. But just the fact that, and I want all the women and even men who are listening to the podcast right now to realize how blessed and privileged we are when we actually can say that I have the option to and not to. Yeah. That's such a powerful thing. And this is what these girls don't have. Because when they get pregnant, when they have children, when they have this kind of career or no career, that is not something that they chose for themselves. It is what the structure has told them to to be or their parents. They might even say they chose it for themselves. Yes. And but that's only yes. because they're rationalizing the lack of choices they already have. Kumbaga, nagas- okay, refer to our previous podcast, nagaslight nila ang sarili nila. Yes. You know, back to careers, no? That's why I'm a big fan, and you were the one telling me about this before, about businesses and workplaces giving options for mothers and yes. pregnant women to work. And I remember I, I, I had a, a number of staff who were really excellent who had to exit because they had kids. But I'm grateful for the truth that we gave them as many considerations as we could yeah. to allow them to stay. And, and I'm grateful for those women for staying as long as they could. But after all, they were like, you know what? I just, I really would be much more happy with, at home with my kids. Okay, great. But even if it's like work from home if you can, don't come at a regular nine to five, bring your kids. Can we open a playpen in the building for you? We tried everything we could to make it work for them. Yeah. Just so that we could see that option fulfilled for them. Actually, if you guys are interested in about in ano ha, in this kind of talk, uh, you can further your um, information by following Cheryl Sandberg, and you can even read her book Lean In, because a whole lot of her feminism. Kaya nga ako natuwai, kasi parang syempre, I come from the academe and you know lit- literature yung course ko, and all of this talk about feminism, de ba? Uh, female empowerment and all that. Very heady, very, <laughs> very ivory tower. And then I get to read... And very prescriptive. Na very, dapat ganito. Or okay. combative. Alam uh, mo yun, yung parang very intellectual. All in the head. <laughs> um, and then you, you get to the level of Sheryl Sandberg and she talks about very practical things like the reality of paid leaves between mother and father. Yeah. And that kind of structure already defines who gets to stay home more and who gets to go out more. Yeah, or even things like... Or who gets to pursue a career, who doesn't. Like rooms for nursing, diba? Or the acceptability of nursing in public, diba? Those are realities, eh? Because Mm -hmm. that's a very physical... You know, like a a woman can't like give the boob to the guy, diba? Na Uh, ikaw magpakain sa kanya. uh, 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 uh. So, So we need to accommodate kasi. Yeah. Things like that. Because there are specifics naman talaga. Not that we're stereotyping, but there are specifics. Biologically, we were wired this way. And so we need, if, if only our structures would um, accommodate such differences, no? Then there would be less inequality. For me naman, as a man and as a supervisor, I wanted to do everything I could because these staff were amazing. Correct. Uh, and to me, it was like, look, you, you know, I'm thinking of one right now. You can probably guess who it was. I was like, look, you're brilliant. You know, like, I would love for you to stay as long as you can. One kid, two kids, three kids. Tell me what you need me to do. Diba? I'll adjust. And, and, you know, she really tried to, to stay naman. I think by the second kid, parang tama, or first kid, parang tama na. But, you know, we would miss out. Ako yung mawawalan if I don't, ano, so it was good for both sides. Yeah. Option to choose interests, hobbies, and sports. Ako sa totoo lang, I think, yan yung pinaka telltale sign na privileged kang tao. Pag may ganun ka. <laughs> Pag meron kang interest, meron kang hobby, meron kang sports. Yeah. Because somebody who's not privileged doesn't even have the time, the brain, the, the, the money, all of it. They just cannot even imagine that far. But imagine like, how little it takes to actually encourage that. Think of your friend, the rocker, whose dad was a librarian, yeah. who would bring home music books from the library. And that's how she actually, learned how to play the guitar. I was gonna say na, di ba isa sa mga dreams ko ay magkaroon ng sports clinic? 
Yeah. Yun yung sinasabi mong it takes very little. Yeah. But also at the same time, this is what they can't. Eh. Diba? Ganito lang yan. Kung mamamalengke ka, eto lang pera mo, bibili ka pa ba ng chichirya? Yeah, mag-iisip ka pa ba anong, hindi na. anong brand? Bibili diba? ko na lang hindi yung na. ano. Hindi, hindi lang sa brand. Kung hindi, yung dapat ko lang kainin, hindi na ako pwedeng sumobra pa doon. And that's essentially what interests and hobbies and sports are. They're just, they're extracurricular activities. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of girls who are like probably so amazing in sports, no, that they're very agile, you know, they, they've got the build to, to do such things are not encouraged or will never be encouraged because, just because they don't, they don't have the option. Yeah. So, ako talaga, kung meron sa inyo dyan, gusto magtayo ng sports clinic, tawagan nyo na ako, email nyo na ako, gawin na natin to. Kasi ako, I've, I've been super inspired also with Ultimate Beastmaster. <laughs> like, hearing all of the, like, many of the people who join the contest or the, ano ba tawag doon? Ni contest eh. Ano ba yun? Competition. Um, or athletes that were, that were at some point, in a very low point of their lives, they didn't have the money, they didn't have hope for the future, and then they discover a sport. Yeah. And then it gives them a drive yeah. to live and to be better in life. Yeah. Yeah. Here's another one connected to Singapore. Oh. The option to, to move and exist without the threat of physical violence. Like, that's such a real thing for girls. Like riding a taxi. Diba yung gabi na mag-isa kang maglalakad? Pwedeng manakawan, pwedeng... Mapatay, pwedeng ma-rape. Oh. Whereas, we had a friend when we were in Singapore and one of the things she said was, I love the fact that at 11pm at night, I can commute home. Yeah. And I'm not worried. And I just realized, my gosh, you can't say that about Manila. If this girl was in Manila and she was commuting home at 11 o'clock, I would be like, That's why, you know, they say also na as much as a lot of people don't like um the whole extrajudicial ju- killings that were like uh, being said about the ex-president, right? His also war on drugs kind of like cleaned up the streets in a way that made the people who live there feel safer. Yeah. May, si- may mga ganyan talagang sinasabi yeah. na hindi natin ma-imagine from our perspective kasi hindi naman tayo nakatira dun eh. Yep. Pero sa kanila, totoong-totoo yun. Yep. Na... Oh, sige, hindi natin na-solve lahat. But if na-solve mo to sa street ko at nakauwi lang yung anak ko na hindi na-rape, na hindi hindi naka-harm, that's already a big thing yeah. for them. Diba? So ganun kalaki yung effect nung isang bagay na ganun. Here's another option you care about a lot. Option to choose birthing processes. Ay, nako talaga. <laughs> My gosh. I mean, I mean, Hello, wala nga silang choice kung kakasal ba sila o hindi, papanganak ba sila, manganganak ba sila o hindi. Eh, Siyempre, no, wala na silang choice if they want to do it their way, the way, they, the, the way that they want to give birth to the child or not, right? But that's a very big, if you guys have the time and if you have the energy and interest to do so, go and search up the politics of birthing because there really is a big thing in there. You like, know- to be... So many women don't realize that they have the right to choose the kind of birth that they want for their child or you know, children. I'm put something out there. We haven't discussed this yet, but I think this would make a great live event with you. To put it out there, because there's a strong lobby against these kinds of things. Eh? Mm-hmm. But if we had an event, any, any expecting moms, any young moms here who want that, uh, send us a message, let us know. We would, I think, about Q&A. Yeah. Like that. Kasi, and then look, if, if, if you want standard, 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 great. You do you. That's your family, that's your kid. But at least you know. Just like the woman we ran into in the park the other day, mm-hmm. who almost died. I think, I think where it feels wrong is when, you know, people who are women who come out of their birthing processes thinking that something went wrong in there. Um, but, you know, I'm, not, I'm just not gonna mind it anymore because anyway, the baby is safe. You, parang ano eh. I think gaslighting comes into that as well. Like yes. Similar to what happened with our say, first uh-uh. kid. 
where we were trying to process because we were like, what happened? And the person was like, no, no, it's like a Jedi mind tricking us. Nah, no, it really had to be that way. There were no other options. That's all we kept hearing. There were no other options. So like, okay, we believed that for years. And then later on, wait a minute. You just didn't want to. I think there's um, inherent evil when you're trying to keep a person from knowing that there are more options than what you are currently giving them. Yeah. I think that's the heart of it. Let's end with the last part. Empowered girls, empower girls. And love, I'm going to defer to you with a quote on that because, you know, one of the marks if someone's really empowered, if they can give power away. But someone who can't give power away, who clings to it like a, like a life raft, you can tell you don't have a lot of power. That's why you're so afraid to give it away. Mm-hmm. But someone who has a lot of like, go, take, there's more where that came from. Um, and same thing with women. Yeah, ganun nga kasi, di ba? You can't give what you don't have. Correct? And sadly, when it comes to talk of um, uh, like just empowering girls, empowering women, some of our greatest oppressors are not even men. Mm-hmm. They're fellow women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or fellow girls. Mm-hmm. Like trying to one-up the other. Ganon. Yeah. And um. It's so sad. Mm. It's really sad. I mean, it has happened to me. I've seen that done to me. And I'm always thinking, what What are you so ano, fighting for? Naman? Parang, yeah. a- ano ba, meron mong one million <laughs> cash price somewhere para, para maging ano ka, better, better woman than me. But yeah, I think what you were uh, pointing at is uh, this. there's this quote from yun nga, yung book na Minention ko kanina, that was from the book of Sheryl Sandberg, Lean In. And she talks about the Queen Bee. Queen Bee. Okay. And it's so easily identifiable. Do people see Rey ng Bubuyog in Tagalog? Like, Pero ito sabi niya dun sa book. In the 1970s, this phenomenon was common enough that the term Queen Bee was used to describe a woman who flourished in a leadership role, especially in male-dominated domina- industries, and who used her position to keep other female worker bees down. For some, it was simple self-preservation. For others, it reflected their coming of age in a society that believed men were superior to women. Queen bees internalized the low status of women, and in order to feel worthy themselves, wanted only to associate with men. Often, these queen bees were rewarded for maintaining the status quo and not promoting other women. Yeah. So you see this in areas where the number of opportunities given to women is much smaller than for men. And then what will happen is the woman will rise to the top, often by becoming like the men, sounding like the men, imitating the men. And then you'll notice that she has a very clear pecking order. Because I climbed to the top, you must, she doesn't get to that platform and broaden it so other people can get there. No, it is a coveted spot. And everybody needs to arrange themselves around this new matriarchal order where she's the new one who has been blessed by the men to have this position. And that's the thing. Eh? You're not really empowered. Pala. Yeah. If you Actually, couldn't give it away, if you couldn't share it, if you couldn't lift anybody else up, you're not really empowered. And not even that. Eh? Now you, you're not empowering but you're also even perpetrating yeah. the very system that wants to put the females down. Yeah. Because honestly, the only way that you're there on top is if you keep, parang if you're sustaining yeah. the structure that actually tells you that you don't have any option. Yeah, you, you, you can't bite the hand that feeds you. Yeah, and um, it, you, know, you know what that results into also is yung a lack of appreciation for what is Uniquely female. Yeah. Uniquely girl. Uniquely woman. And always now we associate those terms with weakness, the weaker sex. Yeah. And that's always going to be how we're going to be perceived. If we continue, even as women, or even we're when, when we're on the top, the very top, okay, successful na tayo. But we know that that success is only because the I keep acting it. like yeah, yeah. the man. Yeah then you're not doing any of the women good. Yeah. Because what you're essentially trying to communicate is that for you to get to the top, 
to have success, the only way is to look and sound and feel like a man. You know, we talk about this, sweetheart, often in our you know, private life um, with preaching, because we, we observe that. And some of our favorite preachers who are women are those who still sound like women. Yes. And sometimes you'll hear women who, who you're wondering, is that really your sound or did you imitate the sound of the men because they're the ones who taught you? Mm-hmm. And sayang, sayang lang, because I, I'd love to see what's unique about that. Because we're not saying, I think, you know, men and women have equal value, equal worth, equally made in the image of God, equally gifted in different things, various ways and various levels, but still have gifts. But they're still different. A yeah. man is not a woman, a woman is not a man. Yes. And we have to make room for that, whether it's leadership styles. That's something I've, I've been blessed to learn. I wasn't like this before. Before I would work with women, I'd be like, oh, you're too feminine, you're too emotional. And then I learned to appreciate other leadership styles. And I'm like, man, it's a good thing this girl's a girl. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the stuff she brings to the table. Yes. And it's not even just, a Noah, it's not even just she's nurturing, she's compassionate. Yeah, there's lots of those. But some of them have this unique power. Some of them have this unique, one of my favorite ones is this, you know, a good friend of ours who has this unique ability to be crafty, shrewd, strategic, powerful, empowering. And it's so disarming. You don't notice her doing it because she's a woman. Mm-hmm. So you think you're ordering her around, but she's really the one, she's really the one setting things in motion, yeah. correcting people, setting people in power and taking them down. And it's not even like sneaky, no? I know I said crafty, but she's not sneaky. She's not underhanded. She's very straightforward. She's very honest. But the way she does it, I learn from her a lot. Yeah, From her leadership style. I agree. You know, I, you, you mentioned that I also was reminded about, of my mom, no? Now how she was. Even my ate. Growing yeah. up, they worked hard. Yeah. They really were super hard workers. They're the type na to the, their very last breath, they will find a way to earn money if they had to. Yeah. But my gosh, they're so they're very much women. They're feminine, yeah. They're not really feminine because I don't think they are, but like they know how to mother. Yeah. They just know how to take care of just like a mom, diba? Of kids. In that sense, they're very soft in that sense and they're very nurturing. Alam mo yon, na hindi, even that and is an option. Even no? growing you don't need up, to be you, they don't need else. to act like men. Yeah. My gosh, and like they, my mom growing up, terno kami ni Paula ng, ng damit. Yung mm. hindi nawawala yun sa kanya. Busy siya, pero pag Sunday, terno tayo ng dresses. Tayong tatlo. <laughs> At saka, never na never nyong isusuot yung brown shoes nyo with your black belt. Okay? Ganon. May mga, may mga ganon si mom. And, you know, I, I guess, just, just to drive home the point, no? Empowered girls will empower girl also. Girls, other girls out there. And, I think that essentially that that's what it has done for me. Like as someone who grew up with a mom like that, she may not have that in the back of her head all the time. Na yeah, parang, yeah. You know, I need to empower my child and because she's female and all that. Walang siyang ganun. Yeah. Ganun lang siya dahil, and I'm guessing, no? Kasi malakas din yung nanay niya tsaka malakas din yung mga tita niya. Maybe. Diba? Kasi ganun din yung, ganun din yung mga aunties niya na lola namin. Okay, parang na-confuse ako. Parang ganon. Yeah. She grew up with them. So I guess she never questioned herself for being strong yeah. and like able. And so, so she was, she passed that on to me. And so with me as well, no? Looking at girls, I don't see weaklings. Yeah. I don't even, and honestly, I, I, I would always tell you this, no? I hate it when people say that all little girls should be like little princesses. Mm. I'm I'm okay with that if your child likes that and that they like um tea time, what have you, diba? Nothing wrong with that, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. But I hate it when people define girls as just that. Yeah, or like you haven't are... even met this little girl and you're like, oh, you're you like, must be a this Yeah, exactly. Like the, not everyone's into princesses. I think some are spunky, some are sporty. And all of that is like scary. exciting Are some to me. scary? Scary. <laughs> yeah. Or some posh and baby. Ay, okay. All right. Sige. Ang Tell me what you want. What you really, really want. Ang tatanda natin. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Hindi na natawa yung mga Gen Z. Uh-uh. Shut up. Yan. So, as we wrap this up, I hope that we've seen, right, that a battle of the sexes is detrimental to both. God said that, the Bible says that God made man and woman in his image. 
And so it's better for all of society if we can empower both. And, and back to the empowered girls, empowered girls. Same thing with men. If you can't empower or lift up other women, then you are not empowered yourself. If you're threatened by that, then there's something fundamentally wrong there. You're not secure about who you are. But if you know that God made you, that you have something prepared, he has a lot assigned to you, then you can help other people get to their lot as well. Yeah. And this World Vision Girls Can campaign is one way to help you know, uh, that group. I want to end this podcast with a question. Like, how are they doing this? Question and answer. Like, I want to know from our listeners, do you have like ways of doing this yourself? I think, first of all, what are some ways that you have internalized cultural standards that you only realized later on in life? Correct. That's one. Diba? Boys and girls can answer this. Diba? Mm. Boys shouldn't cry. Yeah, totoo. May mga ganyan din sa mga boys. Yeah. And diba? then secondly, who helped you? That would be a good Get question. Out of that. To ask. Yeah. Who helped, what helped you? Was it an experience? Maybe you, you, you slept overnight in somebody else's family and you're like, but mm. it's the option, the possibility of something else. And then thirdly, how are you empowering other people now? Yes. If you are empowering other people now, we would love to hear like stories from and you. Share it. Yeah. Or if hindi pa, how would you like to do that? Yeah. Like if it's something that only, you know, that was awakened in you via this podcast. How would you like to do that? We are interested to know your thoughts as well. And so we'd like to hear them. We have a Facebook community. It's not that active right now, but maybe, who knows, this podcast will restart that. Yep. So we'll see you there. Our accounts will be on the description, in the description yes. box, right? Yeah. All right. And that is it. Bye. Thank you, guys. Bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.